Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. It's so great to have you here with us this morning. I know most guys love gauges, right? <laughs> well, if you're like me, there's nothing quite like seeing that oil pressure exactly where it's supposed to be or the temperature gauge. Or how about a full gas gauge? Everybody loves that to look across that. The question this morning, though, is do you have a God gauge? <laughs> yeah, a way to see how full you are. My problem is I get a good start every morning in devotion time, but and I get filled with the Holy Spirit, but the problem is I leak, <laughs> a serious leak. And by 9.30 in the morning, if I could check my God gauge, I've lost most of my pressure, most of my steam. Truly, I, I thank God for Christian brothers and for the church, right? You can go Sunday morning and Wednesday night and all sorts of places to get filled up there. And Christian Radio, you're getting a fill-up, and perhaps as you listen to the wonderful um, teaching on Christian Radio, which we're so thankful that you do that. But my question today for you, and I really, really would love for everyone to call and tell me, anybody that has something, I would love to, to glean from you, and maybe you can help listeners all across the country, what is your God gauge? How can you tell when you need to fill up with the Holy Spirit, and, and how do you check that regularly? You know, is is there a God dipstick of some kind? So, yes, we will be talking automotive gauges and lights today, but please, we would love for you to call in today and share your God gauge. How do you tell when you're full? 866-348-7884 for the digitally gifted. That's 866-34-TRUTH. And naturally, in a moment, we're going to play Name That Noise. So get ready to call in at that, 866-348-7884. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But also today, I have for you one simple negotiation tip that has saved my bacon on many, many, many occasions. Of course, you know, I used to negotiate cars every single day of my life. And in a tough negotiation, this is a, this is a situation that really may help you. really helped me a couple of weeks ago as I was helping my daughter buy her first car. She just turned 16. And so she bought her car, actually brought it home this week. And if it hadn't been for this particular negotiation tip, I don't think she'd have been able to get the card. She worked all summer long to get the money to get that together. So that was really, really cool. Well, we are going to play Name That Noise in a minute. But first, I got Gary in Greenville, and he's got a God gauge story. So I'm going to go right to that. Uh, Gary, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Thank you for calling in this morning. Yeah, you bet. Um, gauges are important, and morning lights are, are good, but gauges are better. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the rising feeling of the pressure of anger uh, is a great gauge for me. That uh, Very few things that I can actually be uh, angry in, in a very good and righteous way, like Jesus cleansing the temple. That's a very rare occasion, so... Usually, if I'm starting to lose my temper, I need to check that gauge and, and go get filled with the Holy Spirit. Isn't that wonderful? That Yeah, that there's a pressure that builds up, right? 
And absolutely, you can feel it rising, <laughs> and and the earlier you catch it, the quicker you are to uh, refill your your Holy Spirit tank. Well, I had a lot of fun this morning, Gary. Honestly, I was trying to come up with a picture that would represent a God gauge, and, and so uh, you know how I do. I, I go and I create these pictures, and I, you know that arm of God where He's, you know, the one in the Sistine Chapel where His fingers pointing out. I put that on a gauge to kind of so people could get an idea of that. And you called in with exactly something along the lines of I'm thankful for that. I was hoping people would call in because I, I think it's good for all of us to have some some type of gauges we can check when it comes to our God gauge. So God bless you. Yeah, I appreciate there, there, there's another very similar one, and that's uh, the kind of sadness that leads to despair. Yeah. Um, I, there's a lot of things that happen that make us be sad, but when we start to really lose hope, that's a definite sign that we need to get filled up with uh, with God. Wow, what a cool thought! That and well, it's okay. not a cool thought to have despair, but it's a cool thought that that's another one of those gauges God gave you a warning lamp that could be flashing, going off, saying, "Wow, what can you do to turn?" Well, I'm curious since I have, and you obviously you've given this some thought in the past. Where do you turn when that happens? Well. I start by just saying, help me, Jesus. Yeah. And then, and the next thing starts happening is I remember that I need to be grateful and I start counting blessings. Really? And, and, yeah. And sometimes my wife will pray for me and she'll start counting blessings. And I don't even want to hear it. I, I it's like, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to hear about how there's a dry, I, I've got a bed with sheets on it and there's a roof over my head. Um, because I'm, I'm upset that I don't have this or that or the other thing, but, the reality of the matter is I am not without an umbrella in the rain and I've got something to eat. I can open a tap and fresh water just comes pouring out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to walk 10 miles to get muddy water that'll make me sick. Well, uh, yeah, so, you, you, you isolated something there that actually convicts me a bit. You know, I, I work, walk with a band of brothers, wonderful guys, and whenever we're in a pinch, it's common for us to what we call in an airstrike. So we'll text each other pray for me i'm dealing with this right now but i yep. thought how wonderful is it that you have that relationship you know and i'm thinking wow i'm i should be texting my wife first <laughs> she's, the, <laughs> she's the one who walks with me and and helps me through so many things what a wonderful uh admonition to, to for all of us to think wow our wife could be praying for us because she's in a special role there right that's right and of course reading the bible you know that's that's primary, because you can't really pray effectively if you don't have God's language hidden in your heart that he's put in there through his word. Um, so that that's just sort of like the, uh, the the daily workout so that you don't get caught weak before the fight. Um, but, but when, when yeah, you've you got that spiritual food in there, yeah, you got that spiritual food in there that you put in as a routine every day. Then when the, then when the warning light starts flashing on the dashboard of my, of my face, um, uh, then I've got something to pray. Wow. Man, you're like the perfect guest to call this morning. <laughs> well, to <laughs> God you, alone Gary. be the glory. Yes, there you go. God bless you, Gary. Thank you so much for those insights this morning. And you may be listening this morning and thinking, I've got one. Robbie, you need to hear it. Please call us. I would just love it. 866-348-7884. Yes, this is a Christian Car Guy show, but we love talking about how does God relate to this that is like a car? 866-348-7884. I think we got time to go ahead and play Name That Noise while we're at it. Alex, 
Let's play. It's time to play Define That Defect. Resolve that roar. Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. All right, Twit's coming up, and I promise it will be an automotive noise this morning. It's not going to be anything unusual. It will be something that comes from a car. And you can call us at 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. And as you might imagine, because I'm talking about gauges, it might have something to do with something that you could measure with a gauge. So why not play Name That Noise? Wow, that's an interesting noise. And let's play it one more time, Alex. If you think you can name that noise, Alex, tell them what they'll win. They could win uh, the CD of music that is inspired by Stu Epperson's book, Last Words of Jesus. And it is awesome music, by the way. It's an amazing CD. It does go with the last words of Jesus. It goes with that meditation. We would love to give it to you. If you can name that noise, you call now, 866-348-7884. If you think you can name that noise, 866-348-7884. And as I <laughs> pointed out, there might be a hint there that, you know, I'm thinking gauges this morning, and, and this would be something that older cars had a gauge that measured it. I haven't seen a car in years. Race cars may well always have it because it's a critical measurement for a car's engine. But maybe you can name that noise. I'd love for you to. 866-348-7884. And then, as you might imagine, in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. We cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. William Gurnall wrote this book in the 1600s called The Christian in Full Armor. And I can just tell you it's been an absolute treasure for me. And this week, as I was reading that, he gave me a God gauge. And and through prayer, (laughs) I found a way to check that God gauge regularly. And I get to share with you uh, what what I learned this week. And that's going to be on our appraisal by the Real Black Book coming up at the end of the show. And we got lots of folks calling in on Name That Noise. This is going to be exciting to hear what that noise is going to be. And we would love your God gauge story. 866-348-348. 7884. The show isn't the same without your call. 866 348 7884. So much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Oh, that negotiation tip. You got to hear that too. That's what we're talking about today, running low. Uh, what does that feel like? How do you know? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I would love to hear how you do that, how you know, and perhaps how you get refilled. And I'm hoping, obviously, that Christian radio is a big part of that. It sure is in my life. But we are in the middle of playing Name That Noise, and we have a little unusual noise. It may have to do with gauges this morning, since that's what we're talking about. And Alex, one more time, why don't you play that noise so people can hear it? All right, we are ready to play Name That Noise. We got Gary is in Jamestown, North Carolina. Gary, you are on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. All right, 
we are ready to play Name That Noise. Oh, you got me in the background. <laughs> Why don't you turn your radio down a little bit, Gary, and can you name that noise? Yeah, it sounds like a vacuum cleaner. Oh! You know, I don't know how many times I've ever anybody got had any name that noise on the very first go round. That's exactly what it is. It's a vacuum leak. So God bless you. I appreciate it, Gary. Thank you for playing. All right. Thanks a lot. Well, great answer. What a great answer. Well, and we also have Linda, and we want to give everybody a chance that calls in. Of course, we got Linda's in Cary, North Carolina. Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. I love to hear your show. I've learned a lot, although I'm a woman. I don't know that much about cars. I know how to put gas in them and stuff like that, and I know how to change tires. But to me, that sounded like bad brakes, like the brake lining is gone. You know, it it, it was a vacuum leak that I was attempting to, to, but it could be. Very well, easily, that Linda, that that car, yeah. Yeah, and we had bad brakes. So. <laughs> and that, you know, that is a very critical thing to think about, Linda, because when they have brakes, many of them, especially disc brakes, have what they call audible wear sensors. Yes. And that's a little tab of metal that touches the rotor to set off that harmonic sort of noise that you heard. Yeah. And, and so that noise is similar to that, and when you hear that, it's critical that you go get your brakes checked because... That's right. It will start to run you lots of money if the brake pads wear down to the point where the rivets begin yep. to dig into the rotor. So that's that's a good caution. Thank you for calling in, Linda. Well, you're welcome. I love your show. <laughs> you're exactly right. Hey, by the way, I've been listening so long that I knew that your mother was the one that gave you that tip about praying for people who cut in on you. The grace, the grace car like driver that. that you are. And a I, very I just, loyal I, listener. I have thought about that so many times when I've been out. The very thing I could hear your mother's voice saying, "Play for him." <laughs> you know what's interesting about that? Linda is my sister's name, oh, and, really? and and Linda is the sister that my mother lives at her house. And oh, so right goodness. now, Linda and my mother are probably listening, thinking, "Wow." Oh, um, well, but that was my that was my me. mother. <laughs> she really blessed me, really honestly, because that's happened to me so many times, and I used to drive a whole lot. I don't drive anymore because I was in a wreck. And that was one of the things that was my pet peeve. And I just would be so irritated that people, why can't they wait in line? You can get by just as quick, you know. But when she, when you said that on the program that day, I just started looking at it with a different perspective, from God's perspective. And you know mom, that they needed our help. Honestly, that has helped me many, many, many times as well. Yeah. I, I can't, you know, because we were there listening that day, and she called in with that, and I it was like something I never thought of. It's like, wow, that's exactly the answer. It so, was very powerful, very powerful yeah, for me. Yeah, it still is. God bless you. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Why, All right. You made my day. Well, there we go. We got the harmonic brake noise that that could be going on, and that's sort of a gauge in a way. It's telling you that your brakes are wearing out. But the vacuum leak is, a, is an issue that uh, – uh, so many cars are suffering with it, and you have no way of knowing it. It's sort of that hissing noise. It sounds, you know, and if you get the feeling of vacuum cleaner, because it's it's literally what's happening is that your car is designed to bring air in through an intake system. And the way it measures the amount of fuel to mix with that air is that it's got to come through in the right place. Well, interestingly, in the intake system, in any way, shape, or form that's coming through that wasn't supposed to, it messes with the mixture 
and it becomes what they would call too lean. In other words, too much air and not enough gas. And so that's really, really hard on an engine. In fact, it can burn the valves. It can do a lot of bad things. So vacuum leaks are a very destructive thing. And, and what it is is air is coming in that shouldn't be coming in. And in the old days, we had vacuum gauges. And those of us who are as old as me might even remember. I bet you don't remember this, Alex. They used to have vacuum windshield wipers. <laughs> Who can remember those? And when you know you when you were going up the hill, your windshield wipers would slow way down because you would be running low on vacuum. And as you went down the hill, the windshield wipers would speed up. And that all has to do with that gauge. But today we're talking about the God gauge, and we would love to hear your God gauge. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. If you could tell us, how do you know when you're running low or maybe you're building up pressure or maybe you're running on despair, as Gary called in with that wonderful insight. And, of course, as always, we want to tell you that we have all this information at ChristianCarGuy.com. That's our website. And I did spend a lot of time on creating this God gauge this morning, and it would bless me for you to go look at my picture. (laughs) Uh, But that looks like a God gauge. But I also put my one negotiation tip there and, of course, the other thing that's so critical to our ministry is the Jesus labor love, and that's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And almost every day we get applications from families that are in crisis across the country. And uh, it's interesting for me to see how God works these things out, because what we've asked is the car repair places that participate in it, which are all listed, by the way, at ChristianCarGuy.com. If you're looking for a really Christian person that would you know, be able to take care of your car, somebody you could really trust. Well, if these people are donating time for single moms, widows, and families in crisis, chances are they're very trustworthy people. We sure try to count on them, you know, and of course, if somebody doesn't meet our expectations or whatever, we we have problems with them, then we drop them from the list. But these people are going to donate a couple of hours at least towards any repair. So we get the application, we send the car in there, and then we often, that two hours isn't enough. And so they may need parts or they may need something and we're trying to find resources. And so we have the opportunity for anybody to A, see what's going on with all these applications because we put the prayer requests up there every time we get one on the Jesus Labor Love and also a place to donate if you feel led to do that. Well, I'm so excited because we have Sarah in Port Orchard, Washington. He's got a God gauge story. We got the simple negotiation tip. We got our... We got our uh, Praise by the Real Black Book. All coming up. Stay tuned. might be your God gauge. That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Of course, we got lots of talks about gauges, lots of things to talk about about gauges. We have lots of things to talk about in negotiation. We're going to be talking about that in a minute. And of course, our appraisal by the Real Black Book. But first, I love to hear people's God gauge stories, and I would love for you to call in with yours at 866-348-7884, 866 truth If you're digitally gifted, we have Sarah Linda in Port Orchard, Washington. Sarah, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and I, I, uh, my, my gauge is is pressure, and that was uh, pressure. Uh, if it 
heavy pressure, if I'm under heavy pressure, I've learned to that the scripture says the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness when you just feel pressed and heavy and you really? just have so much to do and well then I, if I start singing it I just ha- sing and sing and sing and and I've I've done that uh, for uh, since I was young when there's pressures it's in the family and I just that became part of my life and then the, when there's pressures from uh, when there's low pressure. It, there's that uh, I uh, there's the uh, thou has turned my morning into dancing for me. That if you sing a a song that's very very active and very uh, you know a dance beat. Uh, I mean, there's lots of you know just songs that just are joyful and and I had toxic uh, re- reaction after my last child. And my sister wanted me to get some singing lessons, and so uh, this this the um, teacher taught, had me sing these high songs, these very very uh, uh, active songs, and and it 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 that those singing, in other words, is my uh, way to either reduce the pressure or bring up the pressure. <laughs> That is, right you know, that you, you, um, you know, that's really a key insight into our hearts, isn't it? And that um, after, you know, they crossed the Red Sea, Miriam sang a song. and yeah, and, that's and, right. and clearly David was singing songs, and we're going to sing a new song in the book of Revelation, and yeah, we see those. Right. <laughs> but I have yeah. to tell you, there's something else that's so cool. As I hear your, what you're explaining is that I do a devotion in a, a nursing home I have for many, many years, and there's a lady there that I've known since she was in her 80s, but now she's 104. Well, I shouldn't say, she's almost 104. She's 103, soon to be 104. Her name is Miss Beck. <laughs> and she used to tour the country singing um, gospel music, and she still plays the piano, and it's, it's so amazing to see you know, her come down the hall and then watch her sit down at the piano. You're not sure she's going to make it. And then all of a sudden those fingers come alive. And oh, my word. I mean, and she has. There is never a time when I'm not when I'm talking to her that she doesn't relate. A song to what it is that I am saying, because she she sang her whole life and she's such a, a marvelous saint. I, there's no way I can explain what a saint this this lady is and has been in my life over the years, but she always like you. She has a song that she turns to. I, I guarantee if there's one lady I know who has a God gauge that turns her to song, it's Miss Beck, and it's kind of neat to talk to another one, Sarah. What and a, I'm what 88, a, <laughs> and, and I have a my driver's license till I'm 90, and I I only drive in the daylight now, but. <laughs> well, good for you. Well, God bless you. What an insight. Um, that is wonderful stuff to know that, that God gave us music to yes. turn to when our gauges get lower, when they get high. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Wow, that's the kind of stuff I was really hoping for this morning. Um, and I would love to hear yours. You got it right now. You Don't, don't be shy. We would love to hear you could bless all the people with how God gave you an insight on how to deal with the pressure or how to deal when you're running low. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And I do want to get to my simple negotiation tip because, as I mentioned, uh, 
my daughter, it was my 16-year-old daughter, she worked all summer. Well, actually, she's worked over a year to save up the money to buy a car. And, and, and she actually followed the Christian car guy, you know, how to buy a good used, inexpensive used car techniques that I, that I had taught her, which, by the way, that article is at ChristianCarGuy.com. And, and she went on, and I helped her. She went on uh, Craigslist. And she wanted a Volkswagen Beetle. And it had to be really inexpensive in order for, you know, the money that she'd saved up to buy it. It was just a marvelous thing to see her work through that. But when the time came, the car was about $600 more than she really could afford, which is a difficult thing. And this lady was sweet lady. And quite a ways away, we went to her house and we began the negotiation process. And again, I, you know, I've negotiated for cars all my life. And a lot of people may think that this is... <laughs> a place where, you know, car salesmen put on pressure and all that stuff. But actually, if you know how to do it well, it takes all the pressure off. And, and poor negotiators, poor pe people who are poor at negotiations, pour on pressure. And part of the way they do that is by not understanding the simple tip that I'm going to share with you right now. That I learned this at a, actually at a seminar. Somebody sent Jackie B. Cooper, who is an amazing... <laughs> car salesman over the years and he's and he was teaching a seminar and he came in and he gave us this one tip now it's a little complicated you got to follow with me but it will make sense in a minute what he said was never tell someone what you can't do tell them what you can do and by telling them what you can do you'll be telling them what you can't do and so when i was negotiating with this wonderful lady one of the first things she did was violate that i can't take less than statement and so when she says that your immediate response is almost like negotiations are breaking down it's hard to deal with but knowing this that when you're when you're dealing with somebody who's not used to negotiating or they're feeling pressure under that they may fall victim to this but if you can on the other hand come back with a gracious well here's what i can do i and and i gave her the amount of money that my daughter had to spend and i said this is I understand where you're at and what, you know, you've got to get for your car, which, and we, and, and I understand, you know, but here's what we can do. And, and I just stayed there. This is, you know, she's worked hard and she really loves your car and it looks like a really car. And, and other members of my family were telling me, you need to tell her about this was wrong with the car. You need to tell her that's wrong with the car. Well, actually all that's kind of negative. And, and when you're in that process of trying to get somebody on <laughs> to come to a price, you know, it's, it's, it should be a positive, uplifting thing. Of course, the people know what's wrong with their car. You don't have to go into all those details. They see all that. It's, it's how can I build this person up to say, look, I really think this is a cool car. I really want to buy it, and this is what I can do. But when you say I can't do something, you see negotiations break down, and actually you put yourself in, the, in a position of possibly being a liar. Because if, if people had come into the dealership all those years and I said, well, I can't take $13,995 for that car, and then I end up taking $13,995 for that car, what am I, right? And, and so you, you never want to tell somebody what you can't do because as it may turn out, you may need that information. Now, the neat thing about this particular, what I call car business proverb, which is very true, is you can use it in negotiating with your kids on your bedtime, <laughs> in, in negotiating with your boss over time off, Whatever it is that you're doing, that you're actually entering into negotiation, whether you realize it or not, you may not like the term, but the truth is we negotiate constantly all over so 
things that we need to see happen or want to see happen and the other person has their point of view. And I'll say it again. Never tell someone what you can't do. Tell them what you can do. For by telling them what you can do, you will be telling them what you can't do. And so you don't have to say, I won't, I can't, but simply keep the negotiations like, I am interested in this. I'm really wanting to negotiate with you. I'm really wanting to work this out. And this is what I can do. You see how much that can do attitude here (laughs) comes in handy. And so there's Robbie's simple negotiation tip for today. Again, never tell someone what you can't do. Tell them what you can do. For by telling them what you can do, you'll be telling them what you can't do. So how cool is that? And, and, and again, we, we run into that even with our Jesus labor love because constantly, obviously, we have folks call in and they need all these repairs and all these things. And, and, and you can see the pressure. But I'm always in that situation of, of first asking God and praying with them. God, please help me. Give me wisdom. But one of those wisdoms he gave me a long time ago was to simply tell him, I don't know where all that may be coming from, but here's what I know we can do. And by telling them what I can do, they, they have a clearer understanding of what the outcome may be. And we have Frances is in Des Moines, Iowa this morning. She's got a God gauge story we're going to be anxious to hear when we come back. So stay tuned. We got, I said it wrong. I have the name wrong, but we're going to get it right under the break. <laughs> and we got another God gauge story, and we're going to hear our appraisal by the Real Black Book. What about the God gauge William Gurnall gave me? It's going to be cool. Stay tuned. So much more Christian Car Guy coming up. God gauge. How do you know when you're full or you're running low? <laughs> or maybe you've built up pressure. What does that look like for you? We would love to hear yours. We got plenty of time left for you to call in 866-348-7884. We're talking God gauges this morning. We have again Francis in Des Moines, Iowa, and he has a God gauge story for us. Francis, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. I'm anxious to hear your story. God bless you. Um, this is my first time being on the radio. <laughs> it's scary, and I'll never forget the first time I called into a show, Francis, and yeah. I was just terrified. But here's the good news: it's just me and you, buddy. Just, just tell me what you're what you're thinking. Well, I don't know exactly what the question is and what kind of answer, but I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit speak. Good. Um, one thing I know, uh, I look up to my mother. I find her to be very loving, very caring, and she had really not been treated well by my father. But all throughout, 70 years living together until he passed. She had always been calm and very loving to to him and his children and everybody. And she used to tell me that 
you know, whenever there's a problem, just call my name, you know. And I, I used to be wondering, I said, but why should I call your name? I mean, you're not a God in my heart. But I have found out that, yes, it is pretty much true. Because I tried to check her out. And I found her to be very humble, very meek. And nothing actually had moved her to see her breaking out, getting angry. She had always been calm. And 40 years of my life, all my Christian life, I have never taught. Sometimes we have doubt. I know I serve God, but who is this God? Can you show yourself to me? But two years ago, I experienced angels descending in my presence. And I was wondering, how is this possible? Real angels. And then the following week, I was in the morning sleeping and I saw the sky was very dark and it was so close to my head and it was opening slowly and I saw the bright sky with a ring appearing in there, a gold ring. And then I saw a, a, a letter and a star in a circle and it was descending upon me. And then when I opened the Bible to read, I went strictly into Revelation. I believe it was like chapter 22 or 21, verse 6. And I still remember that. So I've been saying to myself, oh, there is actually a God. Why should we worry about all these things sometimes when you get angry? And when, when, when I get angry or I get frustrated, whenever I think about those things, my 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 whole feelings will just go away. How can you see God and worry about the things you have around you? That's that's my gauge. That's really what <laughs> calms me down. And I have found out that whether it is my rent that I have to pay or the church that I'm running, and people leave. Sometimes you have to pay your church bill. People come in, they, they are not uh, 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 doing what they're supposed to do, and all the burden is resting. But when I think about these visions, when I think about my mother, I always find means to come, you know, things just work out for me. I don't even expect it. So I have come to realize that when, when, when you are blessed to have God, to know that He truly exists, when you are going through your struggles, pain, suffering, you, you know the the amazing thing about that, Francis, as you as you describe that, which I couldn't agree with you more. In, in William Gurnall's book, which I'm going to get to in a minute, he spent 20 pages talking about God Almighty. If we just really bought into that, <laughs> that God is Almighty, what do we have to fear? And you, and your whole story speaks to that in amazing ways, Francis. God bless you. I thank you so much for your call today. That was a God-gave story I think the Holy Spirit gave you. So I, I really appreciate you sharing that today. God bless you. Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can tell that he was, he'd learned something from his mother that was possible to do, and, and then God gave him uh, his name. And we have that name to call out. But as I mentioned this week, I was reading William Colonel's classic, The Christian of Armor. I'm past the first 20 pages, and I'm into the into some other sections and he asked a question that really focused my attention 
on this issue. He said, as the day goes on, what kind of company is your heart keeping? You see, we have an enemy, and that enemy is coming after our heart with all sorts of different spiritual forces. (laughs) And our hearts spend time with some type of company. And so he had some questions there. He said, as you go through your day, how about checking this list with your heart to see how you're doing? And it's along the lines of a lot of things that people have shared with us today. And so I put those at ChristianCarGuy.com, that list. It's only three questions that he asked, but I think they're significant. And here they are. If I'm looking at my current thoughts right this minute at any point in time during the day, are those thoughts under the first heading of proud, unclean, or distrustful? So am I thinking about myself? Are they self-centered thoughts? Are they unclean in some way? Or am I distrusting or getting angry (laughs) with, you know, whoever it is that, that may be in my family or my boss or whatever's going on with that? And he said, those kind of things, we need, we need to literally mourn for those thoughts, those kind of thoughts, and that God would come in and replace those. The next group were, and this is under number two, are they vain? I like this word, frothy. <laughs> are they empty thoughts? Am I just running, am I idling? And then he, he, he used this word for back in those days in the 1600s, it meant a lot. He said, are they thoughts that are running water beside the mill? In other words, they're not turning the wind. They're not turning the water mill. They're not doing anything. These thoughts are not moving the kingdom of God forward. And so, God, I need some thoughts that aren't vain or frothy. I need some that are going to advance the kingdom. What would those look like as I prayed through that? And then the last question he said, if you have good thoughts, and they may be good thoughts, are those thoughts in season? That there are certain seasons you can do certain things and other seasons you can't. And so you need to make sure that these thoughts, although they're running through the mill, are in the right season. Like if I'm at work, I can't be thinking about necessarily what I'm doing, (laughs) you know, at Sunday school on Sunday. And so it isn't the right season. And then are they in faith? Am I really trusting God is going to come alongside me in this? And am I going to pray? So. Here is this wonderful list, which again is by is, it's at ChristianCarGuy.com. I wrote it out there for you. Just real three simple, easy little things to check the kind of company that my heart is keeping. And I thought, well, how am I going to do that? Because you know, if you got a gauge and you're driving along, I, you can look at the gauge all the time. But I don't. I don't. Well, I, I started to pray about that, and of all things, God gave me this grandfather chime app, which is also there's a link there at ChristianCarGuy.com that goes off every 15 minutes. Now this. Can't be a legalistic thing. Please don't make it that way. But what a nice thing. It just chimes to remind me, hey, time to do a little heart check here. And I have the notes right there on my phone so I can look and see, am I in any way affected by these things? And how can I get my God gauge going in the right direction? Plus, I love all the help that I got today. Maybe I need to put some songs in there that that would help me along those lines. Thank you so much for all the calls today and for listening. It's so much fun to do this show and to see how God inspires people to call us. So this week, how about figuring out a way to check your own God gauge and putting that into action, whatever that may look like. And while you're driving along, why not slow down? Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening to The Christian Car Guy Show.